The following Outlaw Radio audio presentation is parody. Please be a grown-up and accept the following program as it is intended. Some elements of Outlaw Radio may not be suitable for uh, anyone. There may be occasional content that offends you or that you find irrelevant. If that is the case, we are doing our job. Accordingly, listener discretion is advised. Outlaw Radio is not for everybody. Neither is Kim Chi. Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio Time! This is Sean Young on Outlaw Radio. <laughs> it's Robert Hayes. I'm here on Outlaw Radio with Magic Matt, a.k.a. The Weasel. We are here to drink. We're here to smoke. We're here to interrupt. Hi, this is Chuck Woolery at Lighten Up Lounge on Outlaw Radio. There's lots of fun, guys. Be back. Two and two. Hi, this is Rick Dees with Magic Matt, a.k.a. Mr. Cigar, in the Lighten Up Lounge. We drink. We smoke. We interrupt. All right. Okay. Okay, now. Yes. Welcome to the Big Dog O Broadcasting Roof. Outlaw Radio Live from Lighten Up Lounge. If you'd like to peer at us on YouTube, that is punched in exactly Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio. Day, 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 day. Got a lot of friends in Wisconsin, a couple today. I I think I forgot to, to thank Steve Abbott for this Peterbilt hat. That he sent me about six weeks ago. I love this thing, as you can tell. Looks good on you. I wear it every day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> looks good on you, man. Ooh. I had a Peterbilt once. You did? What yeah, happened? I, well, Laser I, I surgery? Get rid of it. That's uh, Lori Downey Jr., our <laughs> producer. And happy 45th birthday to Wisconsin buddy Matt Freihart today. Wow. The happy big, uh, you know, the big 45. Whatever that means. Happy birthday coming from... Uh, yeah, he said he's going to watch the uh, first uh, two hours of the show uh, while listening in Wisconsin. Sort of, a simul- sort of a simulcast. And then he has to head to uh, free drinks all night. Nice. Yeah, so he may not make it through tomorrow. <laughs> but uh, happy birthday. Kirsty Alley, uh, my neighbor. Good broad. She was my neighbor in the hills of Encino for a gazillion years. I can't hear you, Mart. Yeah. children went to school with. Yeah. Hurt you, children. Wow. Okay, now I'm good. And she laughs about it. Yeah. Like the sound. It wasn't me. Because, because our producer is evil, if you haven't figured that out. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, anyway, I, our children at a, at a school called Champs, Kirsty's uh, two children went to that school with our children. Yeah, and you found and them well adjusted? I felt, you know what? I, I, I've always liked her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah good gal. Great, yeah. Yep, good broad, man. And, uh, of course, social media ripped her a new one because she wasn't a woke lefty a right. not at all. So they just went after her. I would never do that. I would never do that. If someone is on the left and they happen to pass away, I don't go after them. But that's who we are, I guess. But you know what? Yeah, I what, Lori? I shocked. I didn't know that she was a Scientologist. Yeah, of course you were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Little common knowledge there, Lori Downey Jr. But how did she pass? What? How did she pass? I don't know. It was cancer. We're getting yeah, that hum. Getting that hum again, Lori. Um, 
Yeah, I'll, that'll probably uh, get me. And uh, I was made aware from uh, a couple fan dancers out there, a.k.a. fans of Outlaw Radio, that worst to first, that Z100 story, the movie that features uh, yours truly, little ol' Magic Matt, is now available for free, for free on YouTube. Mm. But we don't, we don't suggest you get over there now. Uh, please stay with uh, Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio on YouTube. Must be doing well if it's free now. But the, uh, but the end of this show, please. What does that mean, Mart? Exactly what I said. I don't know what that means. It must be doing well if it's free now. Because you, you stop charging when nobody gives an f about it, and it's free now. So you're not, you're not going to get money out of people anymore for it. Right. That's what I meant. So what does that mean? It must be doing well. Sarcasm? Oh, you, you sar- get sarcasm, or oh. are we are we doing the same I thing? I, I don't. Got it. I don't know, Mark. Do you understand sarcasm? Well, sometimes you don't. I mean, you're, you're very smart and funny, you? but you, you don't get it sometimes. Hey, Matt, have you seen right. this movie? Uh, wait, which one? Where's the first? The one we're talking about. Yeah. No, I have not. Nope. Maybe now you will, right? Uh, now that it's free? I don't know. Yeah, now that it's free. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, I saw the best parts, so I don't need to see it again. All right, Mark. That's, that's great to know. Mark C.G. Boyer. What are the best parts? Yeah. Matt! Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, I was going to say what are the best parts, but you finished yeah. that. Yeah. Hey, another old-fashioned Thursday with uh, Milt Larson, the oh, cre- no. creator, wow. proprietor of uh, Hollywood's famous Magic Castle. That's becoming a thing. Old fact. No, it's been a thing for about a year and a half. I I get over there at least every two weeks and hang out with my buddy Milt Larson, the the modern-day Disney. Although he's 91 years old, so get him while uh, he's alive, man. And uh, I told him he has to live to be 120 years old. I forget why, but it was after several old fashions (laughs) that I told him this. Chris Brown was there, Chris Brown's son Adam, and... uh, Dr. Ted Bear. Wow. And uh, the whole crew. Oh, yeah. Copious, copious amount of whiskey. And, you know, I, I shouldn't point there. Okay, I got a lot of, to, to get to. I mean, a lot of stuff. Um, so Chris Brown now has a new celebrity friend. Yes, yes, he certainly he certainly does. The great Milt Larson. But uh, I did, let me before I dive into the the real important stuff on the show today, and we do have important stuff. For example, Lori sexualized by a director many years ago, and this stuff is coming out now. Uh-oh. And don't mention his name yet, but I yes, it's it's hitting now, and this. I may finally have to pay, Laura. Well, good. So, Lori can jump on that wagon. That's what I was thinking. Hell yeah. Yeah, your plate is full, Lori. You can join this cadre of women, and there are a ton of these women going after this guy. Go go see a psychologist, and boom, man. I'm I'm crippled from this for life. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. By the way, uh, there could be more truth to that than uh, meets the eye. Wow. Um, (laughs) Here's what I want to mention. So, so Mark, you know, Mark, of course, was there. Wow. Yeah, we're having a good old time. Uh, Hang on. on when it's oh. nasty weather in L.A., sometimes it yeah, gets for some scary. reason the, uh, the humidity, right. meaning rain, it's not good for L.A. L.A. not looking good these days, regardless. <laughs> but when it rains, it's not a good place to be. Not a good look for. And it. especially in this 1876 Virginia City of Nevada style bar, it sort of affects the equipment. Okay, let me just get this out of the way. 
So, Mark, I, I'm talking about the fact that, boy, Chris Brown, he was uh, imbibing. Of course, I was pouring after the, the first <laughs> Old Fashions presented by Milt Larson, who makes the world's greatest Old Fashioned. A little bitters, a little whiskey, a little uh, sparkling water, and a little uh, orange, and uh, you, got, you got an Old Fashioned. Uh, but he knows the correct uh, amount of each to throw into that Double Rocks glass. Do you put a sugar cube in that? Yeah, yeah. And sugar, okay. right, right. So, so the greatest old fashioned. Um, and I mentioned I I talked to Mark yesterday, and you know I rarely talk to him unless he's here on the show. But Mark C G Boyer, I said, boy, that uh, that Chris Brown, he certainly got a little inebriated, didn't he? And even though I was pouring, but man, he was he was sort of handsy and feely, and you know he loves well he loves oh, real smiley. He loves everyone when he's <laughs> you know he's an Irishman for God's sakes. Yeah, he's a lover. He's a lover, so he's loving everyone. And I and and so Mark said, well, you know. Uh, between the uh, four of us, you put down a 1.75 and, uh, and you know, what is the smaller bottle? 750 of a whiskey. And I said, Mark, this just points out how unaware you are of things. I, I say, he said, no, 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 that happened. No, it didn't happen. Because it started off with half a bottle of Jack, the 750. And then when I knew it was time to replenish our glasses, I went down to the kitchen, and there was about a third left of the big one, of the 175. I brought that up. But I want you to keep this in mind from our fact checker the next time Mark C.G. Boyer presents facts. That for some reason in his mind and in his eyes, I brought up a full bottle, a (laughs) 1.75. You guys would be dead. Of course we'd be dead, Lori. We would be dead. We'd be in the hospital (laughs) trying to recuperate or we'd be six feet under right now. You know what's funny is Outlaw Radio's got the best fact checker and the best HR on the planet. (laughs) Yeah, we do. Yeah. A guy, a guy that doesn't check facts, and our HR man who is drunk twenty four hours a day, Billy Dilly. But you know, the man served our country. Hoorah! I love him. Hoorah. Love Billy Dilly. All right, let's get to this before we get to uh, that. Um, oh, also a couple guests on the show. Love Evan Say It. Evan Sayed, it's been a while. He has a new book that he says is going to be his best yet. And he has several that are really great tomes. He's going to be on the phone with us? Not to mention great to get. Yeah, because we can't have him over here. Otherwise, he'll fall asleep with his pants open. I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That That was fun. He gets all naked and stuff. By the way, that did happen one time. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Was I supposed to not mention that? Yeah, I think I. I don't know. I hope he's not. I hope he's not. Well, no, because he's proud of it. Because somebody took a picture and said his unit's huge. Yeah. Well, okay, so, so that's, yeah, nothing to be ashamed of there, Evan. And a beautiful woman uh, who is now living in Texas by the name of Bettina Viviano. Oh, this is a movie producer, television producer, who truly has her act together. You are going to love her on the show today. Nice Hollywood director James Toback. Ring a bell, Laura? Sort of, yeah. What? Did you say yes? Is yes. It, isn't this the guy? 
That's my boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, has reportedly been sued by 38 <laughs> women who allege he was a serial sexual predator who assaulted numerous women over the decades, often luring them with the prospect of being cast in one of his movies. Uh-huh. Does this sound familiar, Lori? Yep. She's number 39. Toback, whose directorial <laughs> credits include The Pickup Artist and Fingers. That's where I met him. And who was Oscar nominated for his screenplay for Bugsy has faced accusation of sexual misconduct since the L.A. Times spoke to the same number of women five years ago during the height of the Me Too movement. The women claimed the filmmaker enticed them with the prospect of working in one of his films before sexually assaulting them. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles prosecutors declined to file charges in five of the cases, saying the statute of uh, limitations had expired for all of them. We're, we're going to have Lori recount her story from many, many years ago in just a moment. And yes, you will find this interesting. And if I if I had never heard this from Lori, say, 15 years ago, when Lori and I first met, you know, this would just be another Me Too thing. No. But Lori brought it up way before any of this hit the presses. So I know it to be true. Something to it. Yeah. Of course, there's a lot to it. Yeah. I didn't know about this, by yeah. the way. I'm just learning about this now. The, as you're talking about the it. New civil, this just hit, Laura. The new civil lawsuit contains graphic allegations against Toback, including the claim that he sometimes blocked women from escaping or chased them when they tried to flee before sexually assaulting them. In some instances, according to the uh, filing, Toback allegedly... Well, I don't even want to say that on terrestrial radio. He he pleasured himself yes. in front of the women yes, or, or on them. Oh. And then... Okay, this is not for the children, but I have to tell you this. And then penetrated them without their consent. Oh, no, man. Well, that's rape. The suit also... (laughs) Good for you, Mart. The suit also names the Harvard Club of New York City as a defendant, claiming the exclusive club served as Toback's favorite venue. The Harvard Club? Yeah, to target women, but that was not the club. We'll get into the the club in New York where you visited James Toback, Lori, in a few minutes. How fun. Attorneys for the plaintiff uh, claimed that Toback had a modus operandi. It allegedly included approaching young women on the streets of New York and charming them with compliments while bragging about his Hollywood credits. Neither Toback nor his representatives has yet to uh, comment on the suit. Uh, He's previously denied the accusation made against him telling Rolling Stone magazine in 2017, I find it offensive and insulting and disgusting that people, because it's the opposite of the way I work, I don't give my best friends parts unless they deserve them ever. James Toback. By the way, where's the hum coming from? Is it Mart's mic? Yeah. So you turned down Mart's mic just now? He's done, yeah. Okay. So work work with the bottom of that, Mart. Yeah, I had it working perfectly and no hum earlier. Do you know what the bottom of that means? The cord into the mic, please. Mark, not Marty. Mark. Mart, my brother Mart. No, it's not. It's oh, Mark. it's Mark's? So yes. why do you have his mic up? Just keep his mic down. That's easy. All right, now here's the deal with James Toback, and this was a story that Lori told me 15 years ago, and obviously I found it disgusting, and I wanted to kick this guy inside and out. Because, what, man, predators we have no time for. No, we don't. They're sons of bitches, and if you can't get a woman any other way, you are one sick friggin' individual. Sorry, son of a gun. So, Lori, you were about what age? 
Oh my God, it must have been 20, 19, 20. And you were, were you a Broadway dancer by this time or a fledgling no. actress? I wasn't a fledgling actress. Yeah. I was working in cabaret back in the day. I wasn't a Broadway dancer yet, but I was doing MTV videos. Right. And I was working on As the World Turns and One Life to Live as an extra. It was nothing big. Now, okay. So, how, and, and an, uh, an ex- exceptionally talented dancer. Actress Lori Downey Jr. Yeah, and I was a model also. Uh, I mean, well, I did everything. Aren't we all, Lori? Here's the of course. Deal. I was a male model in first first part of my career. Mark C. G. Boyer, male known model. known for his male modeling uh, <laughs> yeah. th- throughout the years, and I think won two awards. Yes. Yeah. Yet to be uh, disclosed. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now, Lori, how did you meet up with this this James Toback? I was working on the set of The Pickup Artist. That's where I met him. Oh, you were? Okay. that One of the movies he's known for. So you're working on the set as what, an extra? Yes, but I had a couple lines because um, who is the uh, director? Like his wife is, I, I can't remember. Um, but it was already cast at this point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it was already cast. She's on the film. Oh. Yeah. I forget who the director was so that he j- pulled out. So this, this scumbag uh, director, James Toback, he spots you, and what does he say? So he wanted to meet me at the... Um, Friars Club. At the Friars Club in New York. Right. Because he had a new movie he was going to be doing, and he thought oh, I'd be great at this. There we go. And he wanted to give me my sides, mm-hmm. and I, I was like, really? Yeah. And, I mean, I was so young. Yeah. And so... But here's, but here's a big Hollywood director. Yeah, you know, and this guy, this guy obviously has his act together. He's directing this massive movie yeah. with big stars that you happen to be in. Uh, help me with this: the the uh, actress who had everything flying above her, and her brother is Warren Beatty was the director of this. He was a producer of the Pickup Artist. So he was a producer, James Toback, the director. Yes. Okay. At the time, but yeah. I think I think Warren Beatty pulled out. All right, and we've heard stories about Beatty also. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But go ahead. And so uh, James Toback uh, asked me for my phone number, and he said, "You know, I think you'd be great for this new picture we have coming up. You have the you have the great look, right? You know, you're kind of like Goldie <laughs> Hawn. You're kind of like Farrah Fawcett. Yeah, the great look meaning effable, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah." And so he asked me to meet. And by, and by the way, club. not to take anything away from Lori, <laughs> yes, she did. She she did have that Goldie Hawn look. <clears throat> yeah, did. It, it, well, no, she looks better than Goldie Hawn looks today, and I love Goldie Hawn. I do too. I love her, but yeah, continue. And so James said, "Can you meet me at the Fries Club?" And I'll like I have the script with me, and uh, he was going to give you size to read. Yes, like 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 uh, for an audition. Mart, Mart, Mart. Yes, he he loved her and wanted her in, the, in this movie. In this movie, so here are sides. That's the premise of this. Go ahead. And so, you know, I met him, and yeah. I was so excited about it. I told my mother, I was like, "Oh my god!" But I, you met him at the Friars Club. Where in the Friars Club? Right in the uh, when you walk in, there's like a little sitting area. All right, so so it's out in the open. Well, what could possibly go wrong there? So you're sitting with him, and then what? He said, uh, "Oh, the script is upstairs." Uh huh. And so I was like, "Okay." <laughs> And then he said, you just like, I want to see you read. I mean, I think you have this great look. Yes. Yeah, and, you, um, you know, I, I want to see if you have what it takes to be a great actress. So you so you now saunter on up the stairs into this room, and then what happens? So the room was kind of like a YMCA room. It was just like a little bed. A right. Do- the door is behind, and there's like a bathroom, I think, down the hall. Okay. Was the it door was very cl- small. Was the door to this room closed at this time? 
Well, he closed it out. Okay, he in. so the door is closed, and then where is he? Is he sitting down? What is he doing? So he locks the door. Okay. And I was like, okay. I mean, I was just so young and trusting. Right. And then he sat in a chair. You're didn't, right. you find, didn't you find it interesting that he locked the door, though? She's young and trusting. I Go wasn't ahead. I was thinking anything of it. Yeah, continue, Marty. Lori. And so he sat in a chair. Mm hmm. And then, um, you know, other things happened right away. Okay, but well, well, that's what we want to know. So you have your sides? I don't think I ever saw my sides. Oh, is that right? So maybe there were no sides. No script at all. Right? None whatsoever. He's sitting there in the chair. Now what happens? And explain it in such a way. And you, and you, I'm certain you're capable of telling us this without being graphic. So he was explaining to me that he used to play violin for his mother. Right. Okay. And he was, so he started like moving back and forth on his chair Writhing on his chair, okay. And it was kind of odd. Like, I was looking back at him, and he, like, totally changed. He totally shifted. And then he started, like, riding up and down the chair. Okay. And then he was... Like one of the, the, the uh, God, the pussycat dolls? Like, that sort of dance on the chair? No, it was kind of really uncomfortable. Like, you know, like he has... Well, some may say the pussycat uh, dance uh, dolls uh, dance is uncomfortable as well. No. Yeah. It wasn't like that. Okay. So, Anyway, and he started like, like really quickly saying, "I'm sorry, mommy. I'm sorry, mommy. I'm sorry, mommy. I'm oh, no. sorry, mommy." Whoa! Whoa! Wow, you got more on this dude than okay, a lot of people. Okay. Yeah, man. And I, I wasn't sure what was going on, and I was just really uncomfortable. I, there were no sides for me, and did he have a violin in his in his hand? <laughs> no, he didn't have anything. Was in young his Frank? Hand. <laughs> okay. And so, like, what he was doing was just like riding, like jerking on this chair. Up and down, like back. Were, were his clothes on? Yes. Okay. At, at some point, did his clothes come off? Never. Oh, okay. Never. I I was under the the uh, assumption that he had his clothes off. No, he unbuttoned his pants. Okay. Well, that's an important point here. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Don't leave that out. It is, Your Honor. And so so yeah. he unbuttons his pants. And he's still doing that, like dance on the chair, oh, right? And I'm sorry, mom. Sorry, mom. Sorry, mommy. I'm sorry, mommy. I'm sorry. Oh, mommy. that is so sorry, creepy. Mommy. Okay. And then what? And then I was just like, you you can just like open the door, just like let me out, just like. We don't have to do this. Like, just open the door and let me out. And he said what? He finally opened the door and let me out. Nothing ever happened after that. Right. I mean, he was doing odd stuff to himself that I was like, because there were two locks on the door. Okay, odd stuff to himself. What does that mean, please? He was like touching himself. Okay, so that's that's important. That's important to this story. So he's a nutbag. I think he just needs help. I think he needs a lot of help. You think? This, this, this was a million years ago. This guy is beyond friggin' help, it I seems. I think I was like 19 years old at the time. Holy cow. Sorry, Mommy, is enough to just... Yeah. yeah there was yeah. something going on with him and his mother. Well, how about something sor- about the violin or something. Yeah, how about I- sorry, Mommy, and touching yourself in a room with a beautiful young woman who simply wants to play a part in a film? But I was just... Just open the door. That's Jeffrey Dahmer. Just Dahmer's open the door. Wow. Just open it. I mean, none of this has to happen. I, I will never talk about it again. Hello. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah. Say, hey, by the, the door. by the way, screw him, Lori. 
Screw well, that. You know, I knew he had a lot of problems when when he started doing all that stuff and the violin and I'm yeah. sorry, mommy, I'm sorry, and rocking on the chair. And yeah, that's a little pants sick. And just doing this stuff to himself. Should right. we get a lawyer I just up? Want to get out? Yeah, you. Yeah, well, no, there are already uh, lawyers. Well, that's involved. right. Yeah. Civil, civil suit. I mean, yeah. I, I. Yeah. Yeah. Will you? Will you, uh, will you j- jump into this uh, fray of women going after James Toback? He never did anything to me. It was just something I learned to just yeah, but, but, walk through a door like that. Yeah. Yeah, but you're no, a good. I'm not, I'm not litigious. I'm no, not no. a me too person. Yeah, I understand. I know that he had issues back then. Yeah. He did let me out. Yeah. And I learned from that experience. Well, here you go. This is uh, this is firsthand knowledge about James Toback. Uh, you make your own decision, but I think it's a pretty easy decision. <laughs> I'm sorry, mommy. Yeah, a lot to get to, including. <laughs> Uh, Hillary Clinton has a brand new song, and she's singing with her daughter a little carpool Ooh. karaoke. Uh-oh. All that and less next on Outlaw Radio. If you want to watch us on YouTube, punch in Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio. And thank you very much for being there. So you're listening to Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio.